This is an ABC podcast. Hack. Hey, it's Dave Marchese. Welcome to the Hack Podcast. You know, a coal mine in the middle of nowhere is probably the last place that you'd expect a group of young musos recording original songs. But for a group of First Nations young people, it's become the inspiration for some pretty popular tracks. You might have even heard some of them already. This group of traditional owners has built a makeshift studio outside one of Australia's most controversial coal mines in remote Queensland. They've been there for more than a year. And obviously, not everyone's happy about it. The mine's not too happy. Some frustrated locals say it's time for them to move on. They say they don't represent the views of all the local First Nations community. But these musicians are committed to hanging around. Our reporter Angel Parsons jumped in the car, drove hours across Queensland to speak with them. It's not much, but it's got a mic, it's got speakers. This ain't no live proper studio, nothing like that. You know, we're just out here doing our thing. Stepping inside this old motorbike trailer, it's pretty easy to forget where I am. It's super colourful, decked out to be a fully equipped recording studio. The craziest thing that I love about it is that we don't have to go all the way into the city to just, just to record our own stuff. We can just do it right here. I've just driven for hours through cattle country, hoping I don't bust a tyre or get lost. There's nothing out here except, of course, the coal mine right across the road. Thousands of people have taken part in rallies across the country. Climate change protesters have scaled trees in the heart of Sydney CBD. A victory for the controversial Adani coal mine today with the federal government signing off. Yep, I'm at the Carmichael coal mine, about a six-hour drive inland from the coast of central Queensland. It's operated by Adani, except they've changed their name in Australia now, so they're called Bravis. And watching the mine's development have been some of its most staunch opponents. We're just out here trying to protect our land um, and fight for the next generation's future and so forth. But yeah, no, nah, this is living. <laughs> yeah, this is living. <laughs> this is 24-year-old Nathan Byra. He's been here at camp since day one, back in August last year. You have like showers, toilets. That's the other kitchen over there. Nathan is among other Wangan and Jagalingu traditional owners here practicing a ceremony, which they say proves their ongoing connection to country and culture. It's it's home, you know, it's home. There's nowhere else I'd rather be. There's a small fire here that's been burning non-stop for the whole time they've been here. And through long nights and scorching days, a Wangan and Jagalingu person has been by the fire in a ceremonial Bora circle. I spoke to Nathan's brother, Abraham Jarrett. What's the longest you've sat in the firing for? Um, probably two, two days. Yeah, two days straight. What outcome are you hoping for, though? I mean, the mine's getting bigger and bigger right in front of your eyes. Like, what do you tell people that your aim is? Our, well, our aim here is to come back on country and live the old ways and to show how we used to live. It's a pretty remote lifestyle out here, so the music studio they've built is a welcome outlet. Abraham and Nathan's uncle, Cody McAvoy, or Gurajola, is behind a lot of the releases, which have got heaps of views, more than 500,000 across TikTok and YouTube. The group are occupying an area of the mining and pastoral lease in what's been described as an innovative use of human rights law. 
Queensland's Human Rights Act states that Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples hold distinctive cultural rights, including the right to strengthen their spiritual, material and economic relationship with the land they have a connection to. When Grenade comes out, we, he comes out and he teaches us language, dance, teaching us how to talk to, talk to nature. Yeah, it's incredible to have those things still, you know, and just even speak the native tongue here. It's the first time the Act has been used that way, according to Associate Professor Shelley Marshall, the Director of the Business and Human Rights Centre at RMIT University. Our research shows us that the Acts haven't been used by other Indigenous communities um, in the same way, but they certainly could be. And while the group are outspoken in their opposition to the mine, those at camp represent a small portion of the Wangan and Jagalingu people. In 2016, Wangan and Jagalingu representatives voted 294 to 1 in favour of an Indigenous land use agreement with Adani. Those working with the company say mining actually offers unique opportunities to be on country, involved in land management and find work. And to build the mine, Bravis also needed a rail network, which passes through parts of Jenga country. Elder Colin McLennan says his people see the importance of having a constructive relationship with the company and the opportunities for cultural heritage management and employment it provides. I'm trying to is to help all people, like all our people, not just our family, but all the other families too, because it's to make sure they put food on the table. While he wants to work with them, he admits it isn't always smooth sailing and says there have been difficulties in reaching agreements on the management and treatment of sites with cultural significance. We're not reaching for the sky or anything like that, we're just reaching for the stuff that what we deserve. And Bravis says the camp is the centrepiece of a public relations campaign that is dishonest, deceptive and marginalises the traditional owners who support the mine. The overwhelming majority of the Wangan and Jungalingo people support the Carmichael mine. It's disappointing that some media outlets choose to disregard the wishes and right to self-determination of the WNJ majority group. Many of the occupants of the protest camp are not traditional owners of the local area and the camp has been used for activities that are not cultural practices. Despite all this, Nathan says he and the others at camp have no plans on leaving. We're not protesters, we're traditional owners, we're from this land. Hack on Triple J.